guys, welcome to The Roundtable, episode 77. I'm Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church. And this is Mike Hill, who is our lead pastor here at Life Church, Huntington, Indiana. And <laughs> what was so funny? <laughs> 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 no, you got to the end. It, and it did. Was like, Lead pastor. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. It's okay. I, I don't even like, care. Why would you throw out that? But that's probably. I, don't, I felt like no, being funny. Good. I never even thought. Like maybe people were listening from right. Nova well, Scotia. Nova Scotia. We have really. Yes, there have been a bunch of people from Canada. Wow. Yeah, so I haven't that, seen them from Nebraska though, or Nevada. The other country. <laughs> so you haven't watched no. long enough to know these stories yet. Do what now? He hasn't seen any of those. So that's no. like an inside joke. It is an inside joke. So Nevada. I was it Nevada? I, I don't know why. She thought Nevada was a country. But not really. It just was the first thing that. <laughs> no, she really, no, no, it was she the, really no, did. It was no, the first really thing that came that. out of my mouth. Oh, no. Huh? It wasn't the thing I was thinking. <laughs> that's how I knew it was a works. state. Listen, I know the 50 states and capitals. Do you really? Yeah. Okay, so let's do a quiz. Okay, ready. Um, it's been a while, but I think California. I, um, California. That's another state. <laughs> Give me the first letter. Give me the first letter. I'm guessing this. Oh, you I don't think know? it's an S. S. That's not. I'm guessing that this is right. Do you know it? Uh, What's, is it, it S? I don't think it's S. It's oh, not Sacramento? I'm myself on here. It's not Sacramento. It's not Sacramento? It's not. It's what like a... It? It's it not, is? I don't know. I was guessing. Yeah, it's Sacramento. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really long time since yeah. I've done my 50 states of caps, but I used to be really good. Okay, how about South Dakota? And like fifth, South Dakota. I'm really bad at it. Boise. <laughs> Boise. No, that's Idaho. I don't know. South Dakota. <laughs> Give me the first letter. P. P. We're done. I'm Pierre. done. What is it? Pierre. Pierre? Yeah. Don't that I don't remember North that Dakota? one. North Dakota. We should stop. Wyoming. We should really stop. <laughs> you just got that said. I know. I know all 50 well, states because I used to. Okay. Like in fifth grade, I was bomb at it. Okay. What's one thing that you got? Like, what's one thing that you got like memorized that you'll never forget? Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Boise, no, I, mean, I know. No, I'm not saying state and capitals. Oh, like, is there something like else that's like been? imprinted in your brain that you'll never forget no nothing <laughs> nothing at all nothing at all i mean like nothing like is anything like this. This is relative i know like all all of my knowledge yeah, just like went. i learned this and i'll like never forget it like this one thing i know i i really can't think okay, on the spot what about just, you we okay just, we yes. what about you we haven't introduced our guest but yes you is you you so we have a special guest today because a he's special. saved our life saved my life actually but he why are you looking like that no you really did because we needed somebody on the show like oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah, last yeah, minute and yeah. you stepped up which i think was really awesome i was but, actually on the side of the road and you picked me up and Yep. Put me in your yes. car. I did. That would have been awesome. I know. I just driving down the road, found a guy, <laughs> brought him in. What do we think? He looked like he really wanted to share his story. <laughs> Shoes, clothes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. this is Jonah Lemon. It is. Yes, it is. And I love your name. Thank you. I do too. What it's is mine. so funny, Nick? Why? Jonah. I don't know. I just like Jonah. Oh, I thought maybe the like lemon. all of it went together. Like you're like, I love your name, Jonah Lemon. 
That is kind of, it does ring Jonah Lemon. Okay. So Jonah, tell us a little bit about you. So obviously you're an HU student, Mm -hmm. but give us a little bit broader perspective. Where are you from? What are your likes? You know, tell us a little bit about you. Because mm-hmm. all Jenny said is you only like ping pong. Yeah. I, <laughs> That's I, what he you said. Know, honestly, I don't actually know anything outside of ping pong. That's the only thing that I've only, like, learned and can stick. No. Uh, yeah, right. No, I doubt that that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm from Fort Wayne, um, and I my home church is Broadway Christian. Oh, really? Um, yeah, downtown on Broadway. Yeah. Um, and I've Because Broadway was a church plan. I think so. It was a. I don't. I don't remember the exact history. I remember being in a history. Yeah. yeah, But anyway, is there is there another one? Hillary went to Broadway. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, a long time ago. But anyway, okay. Yeah. So I my home church is Broadway. I've been to um, some basic facts. I guess Uh, I went to Northrop High School, and I've been to a couple different countries for mission trips, um, which is fun. Uh, Which ones? Thailand and Poland. I oh, went to cool. Poland with my mom uh, the summer before sixth grade, and then oh, wow. um, why Poland? I know. Uh, it was just a our it was uh, our church was sending people out there, and we had missionaries there. Interesting. Um, we helped with uh, like an English camp. We just okay. went and taught English. I was basically of no use because I was <laughs> in fifth going into sixth grade, and right. I was just kind of there for the ride. Right. Um, How long were you there? Uh, like a week, maybe. Okay. Wow. It might have been two weeks. Yeah. I don't remember. They had the greatest tea ever, and they had uh, Mount Zakopane out in the distance. You would walk outside of the building that we were in for most of the time, and just this massive, like, That's cool. mountain. It so was, it was awesome. pretty. It was really cool. I don't even know what Poland looks like. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. I, I liked it. And lots of rolling hills, mm. at least where we st- right. stayed. Um, and, and then what part of Thailand? Bangkok. We went downtown okay. Bangkok. Um, there is a... Like a, I can't remember what it's called, but it was like like a this complex where they are a haven for people who are escaping trafficking mm-hmm. or oh, wow. uh, it's also kind of like a place for missionaries to settle and not settle, but just rest yeah. and uh, take a break. Um, it was fun. We I went with my youth group and we like painted this giant wall around it. Um, I, I did cross country then. Um, oh, that's another fun fact about me. Um, <laughs> I did cross country then, but I wasn't able to run because I wasn't allowed to leave the complex on my own, which was interesting. Um, so were you training for something or? No, just cross country. Okay. Just had to run. Yeah, like you're supposed to run all the time. Right. Like that's yeah, like, the whole runner thing. Right? Well, I guess like that's true. Running. Running. That's training. You don't stop. That yeah. sounds great. You never stop running? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always good for you. You end up on crutches every right, time. Right, I know. Yeah. So it's, it's like a bad idea. For yeah, you. twice. You need now. to pick something else. I can't, though. Huh? I can't. You can't I pick get to run January 1st, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Thailand, it, I thought Bangkok, it surprised me. When I went there, I was thinking, oh, you know, all these other countries are backwards. Like Bangkok is. No, it's the tourist capital of the world. Really? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it a is. city. I mean, it's not like. Seattle, but it's clean. But it's nice. It's very like their malls. Like it was very mm-hmm. modern. I really? guess is the right word that I I would have never thought that until I went there. But was Thailand the place where those uh, soccer boys got trapped in the? Yes, actually, I was there, not in the cave, but mm-hmm. I was I was I was at the um, I was like in the mall, and there was like this giant mall. It was really cool. It's like. Seven Probably the one tall. that you're talking each, about. Each each level had a different like 
world civilization theme. It was Whoa. really cool. I love um, themes. But we were eating at the top, and I remember looking at the news and like they were talking about it. Like I don't think it was happening at the time that I was there, but it was like talking about it as if it was a recent. Mm. Like it recently happened, and I was like, wow, like. Yeah, yeah that was a huge event. Like, this is happening here, and I'm on the other side of the world from where I live. Yeah, right. that's crazy. So. Right. They made a movie into it, and it's really good. You've seen the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just made it, I think. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. So anyway, so went to Northrop, went on mission trips. Tell us, I mean, other things that you love to do, things that you're interested in, other than running. Uh, <laughs> other than running. Runners love running. Uh, I, yeah, I, I play some video games. Um, I Xbox, PS4. Xbox. Okay. Um, I never. Is there a difference? I actually, I, I wanted so badly a Wii growing <laughs> up, and I wanted one. I was like, I need to get this. And then uh, one Christmas, my dad was like, We got something for you. And then I was like, <laughs> What is it? And I was expecting a Wii, and it was an Xbox 360. I was like, You're devastated. Oh. I wasn't devastated because we got the Connect, like the Xbox 360 Connect. Um, which is. I know, what is that? It's. It's like a motion sensor, so you can do similar things. It's not oh, as like accurate Wii. as a Wii, yeah. but it's similar, and I think that's what my dad was going for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think uh, I think a Wii would have been better. Did he want the? Ga- did he want whatever that was, the Xbox or something? Did what? he want to play Your it? Your dad's not a gamer. No, right? no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. My, my dad, I've I've tried, um, and it doesn't work. My dad, uh, my dad's very bu- like he's a busy guy. Like, like he uh, he's a middle school teacher. Um, we actually started sixth grade at the same time. Um, not his education, <laughs> but my education. It sounds like, yeah, that sounds uh, great. Right. Yeah, we we had the first day of sixth grade together. That was kind of cool. Was he your teacher? No, actually, he didn't want to, like, okay, he didn't want to be my teacher. That I understand. Bad, no, but yeah. But it was, it was for, like, oh, if I'm right and somebody else is wrong, they could just blame it on my dad. Right, especially being favorites. new. Mm-hmm. That's true. That yeah. But he taught at Northrop? No, he taught at uh, Shawnee Middle School. But it's feeds right down, Yeah, it's yeah. literally right down the road. We yeah. live like five minutes away. Right. Um, but yeah, so he, he's super, um, super, super, like, talented. And he just is good at everything. He's a, he, drums, he does drums for our church. Oh, um, cool. He used to do film worship, um, which was fantastic. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and he, he also does, like a, like, a talk show, a library talk show. Whoa. Um, and you know, a most, library talk show. I know okay. what is that. So at our at the um, Allen County Public Library, there's the like they have like a studio where you can like do shows and stuff. That's and neat. Te- like the shows on there are fine. <laughs> they're not great because um, they're pretty low quality. But I don't know what my dad. He actually does. He does a lot of the stuff on like PowerPoint and like cheap software. But he it's actually really funny. Like. Um, my, uh, one of my friends and I just watched like part of, um, Between Two Ferns, um, Between what? Between Two Ferns. It's That's a, a book? It's a movie. Oh. Um, and it's, uh, basically like, it's just making fun of a, well, it is the movie version of a show called that. Um, and it's just a talk show. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is just what my dad does. And it's, <laughs> and it's just as funny. And these people are like Zach Galifianakis and all these other famous actors. And then my dad's like, I got some person doing hula hoop stuff and uh, some like just other high profile local person. And it's just just as good. So at the library, he does a talk show about books. 
<laughs> no, I'm so confused. Wait, what? It's about the talk show, I thought, right? Yeah, it's it's just a talk show, or just about what that person does as a career, like for a career. Okay. Um, oh, like he has guests on or yeah, something? He has guests. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, See, you didn't know I either. I didn't, but I was. I got lost <laughs> in between the I'm red fern grows. You did. Two ferns and other stuff. And I thought it was like a the book club. The red fern grows, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's a good movie. Have you seen the red I've not seen the movie. I've read the book yeah. when I was in like elementary school. Did you cry? I did not because I was like because you don't grade. care about dogs. No. <gasps> is that a new movie? <laughs> no. no Where the Red Grows oh. is an old movie. Did it's they like remake 17th it though? Seventeenth century or something. Did Just they make it? Remake it though? Uh, no. Because somebody told me not you to watch this watch one it. movie. No. You should watch it. I will not. After you, what you just statement. asked. Well, no. You just learned this about Jonah. He thinks dogs aren't going to heaven either. I think they are, so I don't care what you guys uh, think. Yeah. Okay. I actually hate dogs, I guess. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can't I be on this podcast oh, yeah. anymore. Glad you I'm really glad I'm I so sent glad. my dog away. I'm so glad you asked him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the I'm glad Roman lover. is over with Rayanne. <laughs> That's where you left him? Yes, he's being babysat. Yeah. <laughs> what about your mom? My mom, uh, okay, so she was a stay-at-home mom for until, uh, how old was I? It was like maybe four years ago, five years ago, or maybe three. But then she, uh, she's a very secretary, secretarial type. And she, um, she worked for Master Consultants, which is like a business consulting oh. thing, which, which is pretty like, that's a hefty thing. Um, and she was doing that full time. Um, and then she switched from that to, um, oh gosh, it's called Lighthouse. It's a men's. Like it's like a men's house. Yeah, she, men's recovery she's home. Like the, I think she's like, I don't think she's the co-owner of it, but she's like really? second in command or whatever. Um, That's and awesome. she like she walked on and they're like, we want you here. Hmm. And so can I ask great. why? Like, does she have a? I don't know. Does is there something pulling her there? Like, is there um, a reason? I don't know uh, if there's a specific reason, but she's very good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and she likes like the business side of, I think, counseling is what I understand. Oh, um, okay. And yeah, again, she's just really good at it. And she she's really found like right where she needs to be. And like God's really put her in very specific places because when she was looking to move from her last job, like she got like, as she was thinking about it, she didn't even like leave yet. Like she was thinking about it and she got like 16 like job Whoa. offers. Yeah, I know that's insane. Um, and like that's that's crazy. That so, is crazy. Wow. So you have other siblings? Yeah, I've got three other siblings. Younger um, than I assume, because yeah, you said three I'm, years ago. Yeah, I'm the okay. oldest. Um, yeah, there's uh, two. I have a brother that's. Um, let's see, I'm 20. He's 17. <laughs> uh, and then my sister is 14. And then my youngest brother is 11. Wow. Well, you guys are like close. Mm-hmm. Sort of an age. <laughs> well, I mean, not between the. 20? the yeah, well, yes, I, mean, I guess yeah, I wasn't considering him. <laughs> but yeah. Twice his age. But yeah. yeah. That's like my siblings. I'm like twice her age. I'll be well, twice I'm his not. age in 20 years. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly. Yeah. So, how'd works. you end up at HU then? Mm, great question. Uh, how, what do you mean? Like, uh, I, 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 well, I ask this to everybody who comes to HU is like, did Just you travel to different? Yeah, why that? Or did you go to different yeah. colleges? Did you look around at different places? Like, what was the attraction to yeah. HU? And are you finding that, mm-hmm. you know, today, you know, at the college, what you were looking for in the beginning? Yeah, um, I think for me, like, initially, 
senior year, I wanted to be a bio major because that was my favorite class in high school. Oh, and then wow. I decided that that wasn't going to be a good idea. So <laughs> I just decided it was so going to be a good idea. So you would decide like because you loved biology that you wanted to be a biology major. I just thought, you know, I hated all my other classes, oh. so I'll do this. <laughs> I'm only asking because it's... And then, well, the thing is, like, half, like halfway through senior year, I was like, actually, like, I actually sat down and thought about it. Okay. And I was like, okay, actually, I am good at counseling people. I, I People come to me out of nowhere to, like, ask for advice and stuff. And I have the skills, um, not, I mean, I'm not perfect at it, but I have, like, the the mindset and stuff for counseling. And so I just thought, you know what, I'll do that. And the two colleges I had in mind was Huntington and Grace um, because of their psychology programs. Um, because they both have great ones or something? Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Oh. And so I just ended up coming to Huntington. It was actually really close. Like I almost went to Grace. Um, then I just ended up coming to Huntington um, because I think the program's a little bit better. And um and if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a little cheaper here as well. Really? Um, but I also have an aunt that maybe it was two aunts. I know I at least had one aunt that went to HU. So, like, I had more connection to it as well. Yeah, so talk oh, a little bit about nice. Like, I'm interested about the whole, like, how you figured out that um, counseling was it. Like, you had people just come to you like what does that look like like people just be like hey i don't really know you but i just want to lay out all my life problems. well it's not random people it's <laughs> that'd be weird <laughs> i don't well, know that's, a, that's a good like, question though yeah, i'm trying to get that through <laughs> yeah, my mind it's like hey see that kid going down the hall yeah Listen, he's somebody i need to talk yeah, to it's you. just God. like how i picked something him up else. on the side of the road and found him so <laughs> yeah. just like yeah, that something about me. i know uh yeah so no like it's usually just like a friend um i for some reason like, I, like I have a lot of friends and that's not all of my friends. I'm not going to throw all my friends under the bus, but like, I have a lot of friends that do have issues and right. have a lot of problems. And, you know, that's just how the world is. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I just, I, I couldn't tell you really. I just, I'm like, you're just the guy. I'm just the guy that some people just were like, you know, like, I, I guess it's just the way I talk and the way I listen and people are just like, Okay, like I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you these things that you know maybe I haven't told anybody before or you know I can like confide in you or something. Um, I would I say you got it from your mom. You probably. know what I mean? You just I just heard her you say that yeah. that that was something that she was really good at. So I guarantee your that mom passed was down. A counselor? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, but she, she the, like the skills and the, yeah, she had the skill set to yeah. be a, okay. Yeah, because that lifeline or wait, not lifeline. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, that place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so as being, so even though you're not professionally in it right. yet, so talking through the idea of, hey, all my friends who have issues come to me, like that doesn't like weigh on you. Mm -hmm. That's not nope. like you can just keep it completely separate. Mm -hmm. How? Like, like how, like, what do you mean by separate? Like from what? Like all these people are bringing their burdens mm -hmm. yeah. right? and you're listening to mm -hmm. them like, and that doesn't like weigh on you from the standpoint of when I say keep it separate, you could be like, Oh, I mean, that's good. I'll pray for you, but I'm moving on. Like it doesn't there. Okay. So sometimes it, it can get heavy because you know, life is heavy. Um, and sometimes, you know, I can end up taking it personally and that's obviously not good. Um, and that's something that I need to work with. Um, but it's, you know, I just, you know, I just ask God for help because I, it's not my own wisdom. I mean, there's, there's some things that I've learned on my own, 
but a lot of the things that I've, a lot of the, almost all of the wisdom that I like possess is from other people or just like supernaturally given to me. Cause it's like, I, you know, I've only lived for 20 years and I'm like basically a sponge to all of the mentors that I've had in my life that mm. kind of feed into me. And I'm just, you know, somebody needs, if somebody needs that wisdom, I just squeeze a little bit and a little will come out. Um, and so it's just, you know, a lot of it is, um, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. Um, I just have the wisdom that other people have, you know, kind of passed on to me. Yeah, for sure. And I just, I'm not really, you know, sitting down with somebody necessarily in front of a, uh, front of a fire and then like, singing tell me, my, uh... yeah, tell me your, <laughs> tell great. me your problems. I don't do that. I just, you know, help relationship. People. Yeah. I, I just, as a friend, I'm like, here, this is, this is wisdom that I've been told would help you. And it almost every time it, almost every time it helps. Mm. Um, the only times that I've noticed that it doesn't help is when I don't ask God for help or I, um, I am quick to give that advice. If I'm quick to give the advice and it's just like, well, okay, maybe I didn't listen enough. Mm. Um, and we actually, I literally just came out of chapel today. Um, and the, the guy speaking was talking about, um, you know, it was Elijah in the desert and how he was just really struggling. Um, and you know, the whole, like the whole thing was like, Oh, there's the, the wind and the earth and the fire that, um, God wasn't in, but mm -hmm. then, you know, is the whisper at the end. And, they reminded me of Job, you know, all these guys were giving advice. Some of it was like good advice, but they just didn't understand the whole like story. Mm -hmm. um, and so part of it is I'm not only here to, you know, tell you what's good for you because sometimes you already know. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm just here to be here for you because nobody else is. Um, and part of that is giving advice. But also part of that is just, you know, sitting here and listening to you because sometimes like Sometimes as, and I can't say this as a professional counselor because I'm not, but <laughs> like part of counseling is that person talking it out. And so like when they say, they say it out loud and they hear themselves say that, it's like, yes. oh shoot, I have this problem that I didn't know I had. Or, you know, there's this issue that, um, that I, that I've really been wrestling with and I've really, you know, internalized it. And then it, and it's really not a big deal. Um, and it's, it's a lot of overthinking. And I think part of it has to do with COVID, just the fact that people were like isolating themselves mm -hmm. intentionally or unintentionally. They were just, it just happened. Mm -hmm. And with all of that, it's like, I can't talk to anybody. So I'm going to internalize all this stuff. And then it gets worse and festers. And, and I just want to be somebody who can. So you that think out. that for uh, your generation, um, because I'm trying to process this because the COVID from an, thing. I, well, yeah, I mean, I, I knew you were going to sit on that. You guys don't ever see each other anyway. Like you talk to each other <laughs> on your phones all the time. And like, what was the true isolation? But you're saying that's not like, I think it's part of it. Okay. I think it's part of it. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, I think we were already going down that track. Like I, I mean, I'm not, I'm no, like I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not any better than the next person, but you know, we've already been going down the track of like isolating ourselves, um, from people, but, um, 
COVID was just kind just of made like it a, easier. It was just a boom. Yeah. yeah just, it was. Oh, now I don't have to talk to people face to face because I'm not allowed to. Right. Um, and so, you know, it's just it was just a catalyst for it. Um, right. Which then just said yeah. you said people internalize a lot. Mm-hmm. So some of what's coming out today is stuff that you think mm. happened during. Yeah. You know those yeah. times. Interesting. I, yeah, I think it's it's only going to get worse just because people 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 uh, in their like foundational developmental like years are going uh, through this and they're like yeah like they don't understand some people just don't understand like how to interact with people and you know it's it to me it feels cliche but like it's so real like mm-hmm. these people just don't get it and um you know i mean it's just something that needs to be worked out and you know i i think there's a there's a level of it may never be worked out fully but you know i i can do what i can and we can well, get as many people to do what they yeah, can. Yeah, so without, like, obviously divulging what, you know, people have said to you, what are – so from a peer standpoint, a lot of people have come to you. So mm-hmm. if it's been lately or if it's been, you know, uh, years back, what is the biggest thing that people are dealing with? I mean, is there, like, thing that, a reoccurring theme that, like, just continues to come up and be like, man, I got to talk to you about or – this is something that's really weighing on me or this is mm-hmm. something that's really, mm-hmm. you know, been difficult. Like are people, is there a theme that people are dealing with? Um, I think, I mean, there's obviously like a lot of things, but I think if you were to narrow it down to a theme, it'd probably just be anxiety um, mm. and the different ways that it kind of manifests, um, whether that's anxiety about identity that's a big one. Oh yeah. Um, that, like identity, like who they are. Um, cause if you leave somebody up to decide for themselves who they are, I don't like, they don't know who they are. Like who, like, how are you supposed to determine who you are? The world like, will. Who, how, like if you have a problem within you, how are you going to find something within you to like fix that problem? You got to look outside of yourself. Um, like, so just anxiety about who am I, um, anxiety about um, the things around me. Like, I, I don't know how to interact with people, so I'm just going to leave it. I'm not going to, I'm just not going to interact with them. Or something stressful is coming up, and I don't know how to react to that stress. Um, even if it's, like, good stress, like homework, unfortunately. like <laughs> Homework's do, good stress? I know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's good stress in the idea, like... It's go pay like, off. Yeah, I got, like... It's it's not like a, oh, I just had a family member pass away. Oh. That's different. That's that's a negative stress. Yeah, for sure. Then, then you've got, like, good stress. It's like, oh, this is actually, like, character building and stuff. Um, so I, I think stress and anxiety, um, a lot of it has to do with probably just the way that people aren't talking to each other mm-hmm. and the kind of um, taboo of all these different things, like things are becoming less spoken about and therefore they're like not okay. To like go what? Through. Like just anxiety in general. Like people talk about anxiety a lot, but they like, it's like avoided. Like you, you got to avoid pain, avoid suffering, oh. but it's like, it's okay. Like I, uh, like it's okay to be anxious. You just talk about it, and, mm-hmm. you know, give like give it to somebody else. Like not okay, don't give it to somebody else. But right. Like, like you know, let other people in on that. Um, 
And another thing is like, I've noticed that, uh, gosh, who told me this? Uh, it was, I think it was, I don't know if you guys know who Eric Lynch is. Um, he, he works for an organization called UCO. Um, but he, uh, he, he's told me like, it's okay to be bored. Like being bored is okay. Mm. Um, and that's a hard thing for today. One, that's one thing that I was like, crap, you know, that's something that I, I, I don't like being bored and therefore I'm going to avoid it. And that just creates a cycle of hurry. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, people aren't willing to talk to each other about it. Um, and because of that, it just kind of festers in each other. And then it's just a disconnect, disconnection and isolation from other people. Yeah. I'm trying to, again, so I'm going to show my age. Like <laughs> I have never. I can see it in the beard. <laughs> yeah, the hair, the beard. The they, like, yeah. I don't get, like, this is the thing I don't, I can't ever remember talking in high school or talking with people. Maybe it's just because nobody came to me. Like nobody was talking <laughs> about this. Fair. Like anybody ever being like, man, you know, I'm really struggling trying to figure out who I am. Like, really? Who I, I'm, I'm Mike. Like that's who <laughs> I am. Like that wasn't a, like, I don't, mm-hmm. is that a new thing or is that a. Maybe. Like, why is that? Why is everybody struggling with. With who they are. Well, like, what are you trying to figure I out? I mean, I like, think there's a What are you trying a... to figure out of who you are? What's mm-hmm. that even mean? Well, I'm, think not, a... I'm confused of, like, <laughs> what are you trying to figure out? Like, yeah. how, what is the answer of... Who, I don't know. I know there is, so I'm not making fun of it. I'm just trying to right. say... Like, I'm trying to think in my mind, like, what would I be thinking through of trying to figure out who I am? I think there's you, a lot of comparison today. Mm-hmm. So I think that can be confusing, too. Meaning, like, you want to be like somebody else, so you're... There's just so many things that you like people that you could be like or things that you could be like or lives that you want that I think it could make you like have a question about your identity and who you are and mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do and your purpose and all of that. Because, I mean, I feel like there's so much more, especially with the Internet, Instagram, Instagram and all social media only shows like the good things about your life. So that's confusing, especially to women for their identity. Um, yeah, I, I think it's comparisons. Hmm. So do you see it as much in men as you do women, or is it more women that have identity crisis? <laughs> no. uh, I'm not saying. Uh, it's an epidemic. I'm just asking, like, I don't know. Yeah. Is it a more of a woman thing than it is a man thing? Um, I don't, I don't really know. We um, can ask Corinne. <laughs> Corinne, Corinne doesn't have Corinne, a mic. Yes, she does. Nick a has mic. a mic. Oh, there it is. She does have a mic. Does it, have a mic. Is it more women than it is men, Corinne? I think that's debatable. <laughs> Ooh, debatable. I meet with a lot of men. No, I know. So that's what it means. So there's as many men that have identity crisis. I think women are more vocal about it. Kind of mm. like what you said. I think women are more apt to, to seek help. I think men, like we've talked about on Sunday, pride comes in. And so yeah. don't seek help until it's... It's too late. Yeah. That's what I've seen at least. Yep. And how, so how does having an identity, because again, I'm just dumb. So somebody (laughs) help me understand this. How does having an identity crisis manifest itself? Like what happens? How do people act? What do they do? That's what I'm trying to see. Like what happens when you don't know who you are? Mm -hmm. Like what do you do? Yeah. And I think that's, that's, uh, that's where most of the questions come from. They're not actually like asking me like, who am I? Yeah. And what what am I? <laughs> am I a dog? Or? That's not what they're 
asking, but yeah, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like bad. I'm just trying to get right. in my mind. I'm trying to get it right. figured out. And and that yeah, that that's like that's part of the question process. Is like they're questioning, like they're 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 not questioning overtly, like saying out loud right. the question, but the 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 like the the theme behind those things, like the things that they ask is is that um you know like sexuality like that's that's a big deal yeah. for people um and you know it's sexuality that's what i was gonna say next finding identity in it yeah okay um, finding identity in that is something that people especially for our culture is like it's, that's a big deal because it's so personal and um i think okay lgbtqing no, wait, wait you got I, again i want to make sure i get this so sexuality meaning like if you're a man or a woman or sexuality and like if you're mm. Way you look I, again. I'm just trying I to get. I don't really know if I. I don't know if I, I think it to me. Like I've only noticed that people just don't know that in general. Like they don't. They can't differentiate. Like they might say that they do know, but I don't think they really understand. Like, like they, I think they're they're just kind of all encompassing. Like, like you can look a certain way and okay. then also like identify as a certain way and then also like you know feel a certain way and. Whatever. I don't know if that's what you were asking. So they didn't know. They don't know if they're male or female. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just trying to figure out. Well, that's so what I'm again, saying. So what? And I'm going to try to put it in stupid terminology <laughs> for me. Mike terms. No, like what is again, it, Mike? So destructive Mike behavior. Like you're looking at. Like I'm doing this. This is what you're saying. People are up. Like I'm doing this, and then it goes back to part of the reason I'm doing this is because I don't know who I am. Yes. Right. Like that's what you're seeing mm -hmm. is like these certain things. Mm -hmm are going on in my life, mm -hmm. and then you go back to the core. So part right. of the core is because I don't know who I am. Mm -hmm. So sexuality or sexual behavior, mm -hmm. things happening, you go back to part of the problem is identity. Yeah. Right? If and, you Yeah, if you find your identity in that, then like, like, yeah, sure, like your biology is, you can't really change that very easily, um, but like, that is not something that will last forever. Mm -hmm. um, if you find yourself as like, you know, if you, if you're, if you just look at it in perspective, I am a Christ bearer and I bear the image of God. That is who I am. Mm -hmm. That should affect the decisions that you make. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes you do have to remind yourself because, you know, we're sinful, but um, just reminding yourself like, this is who I am. Therefore, my life should look like this. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. you're saying that that's what people are struggling with. They're yeah, struggling people are with finding identity in things that are temporary and don't hold the same weight. Yeah, so can you give me some examples of, like, what people find their identity in, which then leads to behaviors like mm -hmm. Jenny? Well, or? I don't necessarily know, like, if what I found my identity in, but I guess it was more so, like, worthlessness for myself for my own life. Okay. So I didn't see myself as a child god. I saw myself as, like, less than. So, therefore, okay. whenever I went out and – so I was addicted to drugs. And I'm a recovering addict. And I would do anything and everything that wasn't – like godly, you know what I mean? Like since I didn't care about myself, I would put myself in vulnerable situations. So the identity of defining yourself as not worthy right. led to behaviors yes. that were destructive. Yeah, because I would put myself in bad situations. Right. Or let things happen that shouldn't have happened. Right. So Yeah, and so what reinforces so if it's so if everybody's struggling with identity, like how do you help reinforce the idea of 
who you truly are and how do you help them stay in that place? Because it sounds like love. I mean, huh? I think love. Love. Yeah, like showing them God's love. Okay. For some, I think. I think a lot of people don't understand love like God's love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think all identity issues revolve around. I mean, obviously you don't know yourself, but I think you don't care about yourself either. Do you think most identity issues come from the standpoint of you don't care about yourself? In a sense. Hmm. Yeah. Because I still like, how easy is it for somebody? Like if we're talking to them and be like, you know what, you have an identity and like you're finding your identity in being worthless, but Jenny, you need to find your identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, does that make sense? No. Not, That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, yeah. how does that to anybody? Like, I know it's true. Like, we know it's true that you need to find your identity in Christ. But what does that even really mean? I Like, by showing God's love. That's what I'm saying. So, so like, you're saying yeah. from an action standpoint. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're going to do things which show what it looks like to mm-hmm. find your identity right, in Right, because somebody, so that, yeah, somebody that's questioning, I feel like they're not going to... Uh, like actions speak a louder than words. They've okay. heard that all their life. They're not going to understand it without seeing it, without experiencing it. Okay. The the phrase "actions speak louder than words" is still words. So yeah, showing ooh, them that, that's good. Showing, <laughs> I showing like them, that. <laughs> showing them that actual, like actually acting it out, isn't just words. It's you're also, you're actually doing the phrase right. Um, now I, I heard this in a I heard it in a sermon. Now please correct me if it was your sermon. But, um, <laughs> it was somebody's. But it was somebody's. Uh, but it was somebody was saying that um, like there was a like a homeless like like there is like like a group of homeless people that was living in like like a I don't remember what it was. There's like a like a drain or something, and um, there was like this city ordinance to like get rid of them, and. Somebody was friend, like some person that was like in the church was like out, like outside of this whole situation, and they were like they were well acquainted with one of the homeless people, and you know they're like, oh okay, like I'm gonna go to this homeless person and be like, hey, like you gotta leave because you're gonna get kicked out, mm-hmm. um, and then you're just gonna have actually you're actually gonna have nothing, uh, and you know there's a group of people with you know sleeping bags and boxes and food and whatever. Um, but when he, the example was like, he went to that guy and was like, Hey, like, let's go, like we, we, let's go find somewhere else or let's go help, like get some help. Um, and the guy was like, no, I don't want to leave because this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I am homeless. Mm-hmm. Like what, like what, like what do I do outside of being homeless? Like, mm-hmm. He's found his identity in being homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember what that outcome of this story. I just remember that the point that struck me was just like this guy found his identity in something that was fragile mm-hmm. and that was temporary as, as temporary as being homeless. Like, you know, he's, he's getting moved. That that means it's temporary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just finding your identity in something that is lasting and yeah. forever and, and permanent um, really creates that, you know, it's, it's the building a house on a rock. It's not building house on sand, something that washes away over erosion or time or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, building your foundation on something that is solid and it's a firm foundation is incredibly important. Yeah. And you can you can you can put a bunch of safeguards, you can put 
sentry turrets and <laughs> and like lawn gnomes and other scary things on your front yard to prevent things, but the rain's still going to come and wash your house away. Right. Um, and that like that's that's just I mean that's part of doing rash things to maintain the identity in something that's still temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what are some, so once somebody does identify, like I'm a believer in Christ, but has an ongoing struggle, like what are things that they can put in place to not have, like if, if the struggle is whatever is causing you to keep regressing back to, I don't know who I am. What are the, what are some safeguards then for people out there that struggle with identity, what should they be doing? Should they spend less time on social media? Should they surround themselves with certain people? Like, what are some of the action steps that a person who struggles with identity should do? Mm-hmm. I think I think one thing they could do is just cling to a community. Yeah, um, especially a community of people who do build their houses on mm-hmm. foundations, um, on strong foundation. Like, you know, sure, laying like having your life kind of fall on the shoulders of somebody else that's tough mm-hmm. especially for that person who's getting everything piled onto but if you if you just like give that to a community of people like i don't know a men's group or something or a church even like that just distributes across the whole church it's not a big deal anymore right like that 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 church can hold that weight but like it's easy it's easy for one person to just be like oh i don't trust a bunch of people so i'm going to just trust one person and just lay everything out on that person when they could go to a whole community and sure it might be uncomfortable, but you know, there's growing pains. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to have to deal with that. But like there, there, there's more people that can help and can offer more and stuff. So I think getting connected with a church or like a group, mm-hmm. um, is that probably be the best is my guess. Um, yeah. Well, one of the things you said in the beginning is you've had a lot of mentors in your life. Mm-hmm. Like how did that work? The, Did you go ask for them? Nope. Did they just say, "Hey, I'm pouring into you"? Uh, the yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I've had a lot of um, a couple. I've had a couple youth pastors. Um, my dad's a huge mentor. Um, I've had um, some family friends that are just mentors, um, and it's it's. I'm not. Re- I don't really look for it, which is kind of funny. But that's just why relationship. I think, that's why I think you know it's like God given because it's like I just kind of. I'm living life, and then God's given the like put these people in my in my way. I'm like, oh, okay, these people are challenging me and giving me things that I should know and may not need to know until later down my life. So yeah, so two things. So one, you know, the mentor relationship. You would say when you call somebody a mentor would be somebody that would say, hey, I'm going to challenge you on this stage of your life or challenge you mm-hmm. in these things, and then give you steps of what to do. Like, is that part of the challenge? Is part uh, of the challenge to say? I think, yeah, I think there's a there's an element to that. Like, okay. like if you if your if your mentor is a lot older than you or an age to where like they have lived, they've been there, done that. They could give you pointers, and definitely that would be helpful, mm-hmm. uh, especially for somebody who would have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. But part of also being a mentor is just being a friend and available and not being afraid to say, "Hey, like you're an idiot." Mm-hmm. I think I think you said that last Sunday. Like you're an idiot, <laughs> not to me, not to me or anybody in the audience. So you well, people being, do listen. Well, but, uh, no, because what, this was once something we brought up last night. So in our men's group, we have young people, uh-huh. you know, that are in our men's group. So there's guys that are my age, older. We had some high school kids, you know, in there, mm-hmm. uh, and one person that was just out of high school. 
Um, and so anyway, we were talking about this idea of a mentor mentee relationship. What does it mm-hmm. look like? And one of the things that was brought up is, is that there are a lot of people who would come to a younger generation and say, Hey, you know, here's some challenges, but a lot of times a younger generation is not going out and looking for it, which I was, I was thinking like, is that really true? Cause I, when I was young, I mean, I was always looking for somebody to mm-hmm. make me better. Like, and for all, I feel like for most of my life, it's been like, I need somebody in my life to help me be better in my marriage and better Mm -hmm. with my kids and better, you know, in different things in my life. And so I'd seek out people that could help me get better. Mm -hmm. And so what you were saying, and I'm not saying it's bad or good, but you're saying, well, I wasn't really even looking for it. No, I think, I think part of it is also like, um, probably just the kind of the way you grew up, like the way you were raised, um, I'm sure I'm sure you were raised a certain way and I don't know what that looks like, but, um, you know, I'm not going to say that my dad didn't raise me to be a better person, but you know, like it wasn't as emphasized as probably other people were. And, you know, I think we should, I mean, I think that should be a thing. Like, I think we should be looking to be better, um, just better people, but also like better Christians and better, you know, husbands and whatever. But, um, I think, it just what to me like it just wasn't like a I need to go look for it thing. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really wasn't taught that either. That that should be like an important part of your life. Well, me either. Okay, <laughs> that's I mean, just your, your personality, ta- though. Well, I don't know. Like Probably. that's what I'm trying to figure out because mm-hmm. what was brought up last night is is that so when we had marriage retreats mm-hmm. here at Life throughout the course of you know the history of Life Church, Sherry and I had went on all of them. You know, yeah. and people are like, where are you going on a marriage retreat tour? Are you guys having problems? And I'm like, no, like, <laughs> isn't the whole idea to work on your marriage? Yeah. Like to get better and to go and to, you know, and or to read books together or to challenge each other, or to sit down and ask questions like, how can I love you better? Because mm-hmm. this is what Sarah and I have now been talking about. Like, so oh. for Sarah and I, we're like, okay, how do we now, you know, love each other well? And how mm-hmm. do we work on loving each other well? And we get to the end of the week and how did I do? And how, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. how's this going? Because I would just assume if you want to grow, you're mm-hmm. always working on it. Like I just felt like that's just a normal part of life. And I'm surprised like last night at the men's group, we we're talking like that was a foreign theme. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm going to work on bettering different areas. Like I want to learn to be a better husband. I want to learn to be a better father. I want to learn to be a better preacher. I want to learn to be a better friend. Like I want to learn from other people. Like I just felt like that's a, Mm -hmm. and nobody taught me that. Mm -hmm. I just felt like that's what you're supposed to do. If, if again, if the, if God has called us, because this was the thing last night. So we know this from Jewish culture, right? So Jewish culture was always a, Nick was just walking over there. <laughs> I, I know. I side eye. I did. I tried not to look, but I had to no, look so with one like eye. Jewish culture, this was very important. Like you always pass down something, right? So if it was your trade, you pass it down. If your dad's a fisherman, you became a fisherman. Mm-hmm. It was always passed down. Culturally, it was very important. In fact, there was honor in hmm. passing something down and honor in learning something from. Like, that was a whole cultural thing. That's cool. So all of the Jewish people would have known at the time that it's very important to prepare yourself for 
something being passed down to learn from, like they would seek out to learn from, because they knew someday they were going to have to take it over. So they would have understood that and they would have wanted that in their life. And so when we were talking about Elijah, it was very, he knew that he was called to be a prophet, but someday he was going to have to pass it on, right? Like someday he was going to pass that on to somebody else. And I was like, I think it's weird. Like culturally, we don't, Mm-hmm. we don't seek that out anymore. Like we don't look at like yeah. the life that God has given us mm-hmm. is made to be multiplied, not added to. Right? right. That's what I was saying to the men's group last night, because multiplication looks so much different than addition. But if you're going to multiply, you're specifically going to sit down and multiply yourself out into other people. Right. So that mm-hmm. Not only not that they'll become like you, but they'll learn from you, mm-hmm. right? And they'll take the traits that they have. And I just thought it was weird that they said, and I don't know what you guys would say, but they would say the majority of people are not seeking on a regular basis how to have a better marriage, how to have a better, be a better father, how to do. Like they're not constantly seeking how to grow in those areas. There's kind of going down the road. And if somebody tells them how to do it better or they run into a roadblock, then they'll mm-hmm. learn. Is that True, yeah. not true. Yeah, I think uh, I was just thinking, yeah, like it, it's a, I get the idea that like, you know, we're very individualistic. Um, it's all about me and not about anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just part of our culture, um, but it seeps into our, you know, the church as well. Like, I don't have to be, I don't have to disciple people because it's about me being a good person. Like you said, it's like, mm. it's, I just need to be better. Mm. And then... You you just you're just looking at yourself and you're looking at yourself and you completely ignore the other people around you that also need to be like helped and stuff. Like I mean, you've gotten past the point of getting rid of the plank in your eye. You're getting to the point where like your eye is so clean, like you you, you can you can get rid of the speck of the other guy's right. eye now. Right. But we're just not going that step. Um, it's yeah. I I just it makes sense. Like you know, I I was challenged lately. Um, you know, I was really, this is maybe a month and a half to two months ago, but I was just like, I was telling kind of another mentor, Mm -hmm. I was like, it's like, God's really not showing up in the way that I want him to show up. Mm. Red flag. But uh, (laughs) but he, he was, and he was just like, he's like, Jonah, it's not about you. I'm like, you're right. And, and, And I've been thinking about that more and more lately, you know, it's really not about me. I had a conversation about this last night. Um, it's, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a secondary character. I'm not a background character, but I'm not, not the main character either. Mm-hmm. I'm a secondary character, and I have to be okay with that. You know, I'm not going to show up in every episode, but I'm going to show up in some of them, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have an important role. Like, Samwise Gamgee is an incredibly important secondary character, but he's not the main character. Um, Who? Samwise Gamgee, Lord of the Rings. I know. I didn't know either. <laughs> oh my I was like, I was just trying. I thought it was some no, guy. Well, I got it now, but I'm there for a while. I thought you said some uh, Jesus. <laughs> like, is this another name for Jesus? Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah uh, you missed that part in the Bible. I'm sorry. <laughs> it yeah, was right next to you. Got it. Got it. Got it. But it's like you know, it, it, we're a secondary character, and we have to be okay with that. Um, I've noticed lately that uh, the uh, like when we pray. Um, a lot of it, you know, obviously a lot of it's very selfish and self-centered, like, I need help with this, I need this, I need this, I need this. Um, and a lot of it, like, 
at least I've seen myself and other people just kind of ignore talking about other people or they talk about other people um, and just, you know, like kind of involve themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, I know I, I've done that. Um, uh, another thing, actually, another thing about prayer that I've noticed is that uh, it's really easy. Like if you really pay attention, it's really easy to recognize that you're praying. Who are you praying to? Like, who do we pray to? Like, I, I've, I've like taken a step back and just like, look, when I'm, when I'm praying in like a, like a group, I'm like, how am I, how am I wording myself? And would I say that on my own prayer time? Right. Like. Cause you're saying the cool words when you're I'm in a saying group. cool yeah. words. I sound good. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You're like the professional prayer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and like, I'm like, am I just talking to them? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that I think that's just another example of Impress like, them. it's actually about me, not about God. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, because back to the like uh individualism or selfishness piece of it, and I know this is, you know, Corinne over there, professional counseling is probably gonna throw something at me <laughs> when I say <laughs> Do this. Do it. But I was like, part of the problem, I think, when we were talking about identity, mm -hmm. is is that people spend so much time thinking about themselves and their identity mm -hmm. that that if they would just think more about other people mm. and serving other people, you wouldn't have so much time to be confused. Mm. Like, I think you would find yourself in serving other people. Now, I know from personal experience, you can lose yourself in that too, right? Mm. Like, you can lose yourself in just giving yourself to yeah. over to everybody else and not. But what I've not taken care of yourself, but what I've found is, is I find my identity in serving other people. Mm. Right. And that I find who I am because in serving other people, I see some of my strength and I see some of my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And I, and you have because of that relationship or that whatever you're doing back and forth as you serve them, you learn who you are and you learn how God made you and you learn what you're good at and you learn what you're not very good at. And, mm -hmm. and I just think that if you just and not this is what people are doing, but just like sitting around thinking, oh, my gosh, who am I? And, you know, trying to process that whole identity. I'm like, just get out and start serving people and loving on people and getting to that place. And maybe that would be, you know, because what you said earlier, and I think it goes together. Part of our problem today is just we're we're just downright selfish. Yeah. Right. And we're thinking mm -hmm. way too much about ourselves mm -hmm. and we're were self-promotion or whatever those things are. And it's leading into a lot of destructive things and a lot of destructive yeah. places that we can end up because all we focus on is us, mm -hmm. right? Instead of just our place and serving, showing the action piece that you guys were talking about earlier, like right. how to show the love of Christ through, you know, serving other people. So something to just think about, you know, for all of us, you know, as we're trying to do that. And I don't know that that's the case, you know, but I just think that mm -hmm. maybe we think too much oh, you know, absolutely. instead of just do, yeah. you know, and if we just, if you were doing more, maybe you wouldn't have so much time to get caught up in the thinking mm -hmm. realm that could lead us down some yeah. crazy paths, I think. <laughs> Slippery you know, slopes. Yeah. In that. So real quick, before we get to questions, cause we're almost at an hour. So Tell us a little bit about what's going on at HU, right? Mm -hmm. Like how's college life, how's, you know, uh, college community. I mean, mm -hmm. tell us some good things that are happening over there or some mm -hmm. things that are going on that you're excited about. Yeah, um, I think to preface this, like I, I remember going into HU wanting, I really wanted a Christian community because mm. as much as I love the people that I 
like as much as I love my home church and mm. like my my uh, friends at school, I really didn't have a community. Huh. Um, I really struggled to like find people to actually be honest with. In fact, freshman last year, uh, I really like was the first time like somebody actually, and it was my roommate, of course, um, who called me out on like, like he, he was just like, you like this person. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> and, then, and then like you know it's like but he lived in my room so it, I couldn't really escape it but it was like the idea like you know I was being vulnerable for the first time hmm. and mm. you know I don't know if that's like a not normal thing but um, you know for me it was like just revolutionary like I was like I wanted it but I was so afraid of it right and I, I'm so glad I put myself in that position because you know that's exactly what I needed uh-huh. um, yeah but I think um yeah, like I, I think I, I came to I came to HU looking for that, and you found it, and I found it especially in my floor. I live on Right Second, okay. um, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, lots of shenanigans going on on that floor. How um, much fun! Yeah, is is great. I know. Uh, but yeah, so like I I find I found my I found guys that I can be real with and be honest with on my floor. But I'm also finding a Christian community that I wasn't really able to find in my church, not because there's anything wrong with them. No, for I sure. just couldn't connect. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Um, and, you know, I, I find that in, in my friends, like the Christian community that we have there. Um, you know, I, last year, I think our, I would describe the spiritual life, like the average spiritual life on our campus last year as dead. It was bad. Mm. It was really, really bad. And I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've heard that, um, but then like second semester last year, um, it really, God did something. I don't even know what he did, but he like kind of like stoked a flame. And then some people were like, I've heard the example of like popcorn, mm-hmm. like, you know, just, mm-hmm. it gets, it gets heated and then just popcorn after popcorn just yeah. pops. And, you know, I just happened to be one of those people. I remember like it was sometime early February and I just remember like, crap, I've been living in a lukewarm like faith my mm-hmm. whole life mm. and I didn't realize that until you know that happened um and then you know things just the ball started rolling um we did like worship nights on Friday nights and right um and that was great uh, and then I, I I went into like I went to be a camp counselor this this last summer which is so much fun um we're at uh Mishawana okay um it's on my pants oh nice <laughs> um but yeah uh that was also foundational for my faith because that was like, it's a Christian camp. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the slogan is uh, uh, God first, safety second. Mm. And it's like, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a joke, but also kind of not. Um, so do whatever and, you want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jump whatever. off of a, a I don't know, building. I don't know. Right. Um, but I'm getting on tangent. Uh, yeah. So like our last year, we were pretty rough. This year, we're seeing we're seeing new leadership. Um, we're seeing chapels are actually like really good. Last year they were terrible. <laughs> um, this year they're actually like crap. I'm like being challenged now. Like I'm 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 actually hearing something that you know hurts a little bit on the inside. Last right. year was just like. Do you think that was because of you inside, like how you have changed? It could have been. It could have been. But I've also heard from other people that it's different, which also could mean that you know maybe they have changed as well. Right. But I don't really know. Either way, yeah, they've gotten things better. Are, things are opening up. It's right? it's yeah. a lot more open. Um, there has been a lot of spiritual warfare going on our campus, 
like it's I can't believe it's only been like three months. Um, it feels much longer. It feels like three years. Wow. Um, just the amount of things that have been happening, very real things. Right. Um, very, uh, some things are very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, especially, yeah, there's a, there's just a lot of stuff that just are scary, especially for people who don't have any experience with like, like spiritual warfare or anything. It's, it's spooky, but, um, you know, I, I dealt with a lot of it, uh, over the summer, which is helpful actually. Um, but yeah, so like our, our just campus is just really opening up and we're get, seeing a lot of new life. Um, we had a lot of baptisms lately, mm-hmm. um, just from students just who want to get baptized, which right. is great. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And we're actually next, uh, oh no, it's Thursday. I think Thursday we're having a baptism chapel. Mm-hmm. We're going to be at College Park and we're just going to have a bunch of people get really? baptized there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's, that's good. Um, what time? Uh, just normal chapel time, 11, okay. 11 to noon, um, might go along. depends on how many people get baptized, but, uh, yeah. So it went from dead right. to we're sick, right. but we're growing and healing at some point. Right. Um, I, one of my friends, Zay, he was telling me that they, cause they went on a prayer walk. And so our plex is under renovation. That seems irrelevant, doesn't it? But, um, <laughs> but uh, he said that when he, he was praying over the plex that um, he got the sense that God was telling him that when that the plex was a, like the renovations for the plex was a kind of like an example and a visual representation of what we're going through. Cool. Um, our, like we're, we're going through construction and it won't be done for a couple more years. It won't be done till like 2024, 25. Mm. Um, but he said that uh, from what I understand, like, I don't think It'll be like, you know, not, it'll be, it won't be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like life won't be perfect, but we're going through that process of new leadership. Um, people are moving in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our foundation is changing. Right. Like we're not, we're not built on certain things anymore. I don't know what happened um, previously, but like we went from, we're going from like just everybody's lukewarm to like, okay, there's something stirring here. Right. Um, the, the enemy's actually like attacking us now. And why is that? Well, it's because we're waking up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like the plex, like just in my head, it's just like the plex is just, it's under renovation. When that's done, we're supposed to see new growth. Right. That's like so new cool. Life right. Was that, that, that was a vision of his? Yeah. That's really neat. Well, I was walking around. Prayer, yeah. Doing I love that. Walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's Which, good because yeah. we can, again, I think we all need to be, you know, praying as revival, as, building whatever's happening over at HU that we can all be praying that, because that's always what happens. As soon as it starts, Satan gets in Mm -hmm. and gets involved. And so we'll be praying through that with you guys. All right, Jenny, questions. All right, here we go. So these questions that I'm about to ask you is from our texting group, which, right, right. (laughs) We send out a text every week to let you know who the guest is so that you can ask questions and all that good stuff. And we will say the phone number later so you can sign up and be involved too. All right, here we go. Emily Krieger wants to know, she says, how difficult is it to navigate your work slash school slash biblical life when there are so many distractions in the world today? And what advice do you have for senior school seniors? Well, I'm a sophomore. Uh, I think she was saying like high school seniors. Oh, for seniors. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. High school seniors. High school seniors making their decision into the future. Like what Um, would be some advice for them? I think um, 
for me, I've, I've noticed that like, you know, you like, I'm a really busy, I'm really busy. Um, and something that I've been working through is I, I can handle this, but I need to invite God into it. Mm. Um, I've, I've noticed that I can find rest in God, but nothing else. Mm. Right. Um, I've, there have been several weekends where I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a Sabbath and I'm going to not do anything. And then I find myself, ah, dang, I played video games for like five hours and then watched YouTube, yeah. watched the Bengals lose again. And it was like, okay, like I just wasted my day. Right. Um, but if I invite the Lord into it and like take a nap and read a book and actually like read my Bible and, you know, pray for a good amount of time, like I actually feel rested, uh, I don't have to isolate myself. I can do it with community. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I, on Saturdays, I've been doing... Well, we started la uh, last weekend. Um, uh, we're, we've been doing... Uh, we're going to do like a Lord's Day uh, dinner on like Saturday Saturday nights, um, which I'm looking forward to. Um, which is you're just going to eat dinner together? Uh, well, it's actually... Uh, it's um, So UCO is an or the organization that um, kind of is paired with Huntington. Mm -hmm. But they, uh, they have an... They're they're like the a branch of sort of the spirit, and um, they have like this book, and it's like a tradition. Like you're, you're just kind oh. of like an, an elongated like communion, basically. But you're doing oh. it with like a smaller group, and you're intentionally coming to the Lord to start your weekend and or Sabbath with um, like with God and with other people. And it's like, it's just a, it's a ceremony kind of, um, mm. there is a Sunday like closing ceremony for it, but we didn't do it. Right. Um, but it's, That's it's cool. Great. Um, anyways, I, I, get, I went off. <laughs> it, Story of my life. It's yeah, okay. But, uh, like, I think the best thing that I've learned recently is just don't overwork yourself. Um, you know, take those rests and just, just make sure you have time to rest. Don't like pack your schedule just full of stuff, right. mm -hmm. um, you know, be mindful of, of busyness and hurry yeah. and, and actually like take time to sit back, rest. The most important part of my day is my morning devotions by myself, because if I didn't have that, I'd start my day, I don't know, probably on my phone or mm -hmm. go rushing to class and like sitting down and like reading a passage of, um, I'm going through um, the armor of God, but like if it mm -hmm. is just sit down and read something from the Bible and actually communicate with God, commune with him, then your day will probably go on just fine. But then like over time that really builds up. Right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. Tammy Gass wants to know, which you've answered both of these, but then there's another one. She says, what year is he in? So sophomore. Mm -hmm. And then what's his major psychology? And then she wants to know, are you related to Nathan and Audrey Lemon? I'm not. She, he is not. It, it's, it's actually really funny. Like, Do you get asked that a lot or something? I, actually, surprisingly, no, I don't get asked. But I have never, I've never met another lemon outside really? of HU. Like, I've li like never in my life. Ever? Never. And I'm like, this is so cool. Because <laughs> those are people that go to HU. Is that why she I'm asked the sure. question? I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe yeah, they're yeah. just from Huntington. Yeah. Oh, oh, they are people that go to Hun or yeah. HU? Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, there's weird. there's people like me, right? <laughs> right? And you're not related to me. Right. How is that possible? Right. All right, Kaylin Griffith. She has two questions. What is your longest distance that you've ever ran, and what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? 
Oh man, the second one's hard. Hard. Oh, I love the first the one, one. Was again like thirteen and a half miles, probably. Um, I did that during a long run, um, and then my favorite Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is hard for you. He's a runner. They I, don't eat any Thanksgiving. Yes, they food. do. They eat carbs. I eat, I, I eat so much food. It's actually not probably. Well, I don't know. You eat I, a lot of I carbs to balance my food, uh, but oh, gosh. Uh, Probably green bean casserole. I like green bean casserole. Mm. And corn casserole is good too, mm, but it depends on casserole. who makes that. <laughs> corn casserole is so good. You don't throw anybody under the bus, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I won't name any names, but yeah. you have to, yeah, yeah. Casseroles. Green bean casserole is good. Okay. Okay. All right. Emily Miller, she Such says. a white thing for me to say. <laughs> Has your faith or relationship with God been tested with all of the recent cross-country allegations against HU? Since you are, since you are still currently on the team, question mark, which yes, you are. Yeah, uh, I think I would say it was tested, but not in the way that like I was, it would, it was pushing me over. It was, I was already in the process of like figuring out, you know, my purpose here in college is not for me anyways. And, you know, I, you know, I remember struggling. I, there was one night I, I just went to one of our prayer rooms in Wright Hall and I was like, I just, I just wanted to talk to God. I was like, God, what do I do? Like, do you want me to stay on the team? Like, is this just a big, like, that you need to be done right. or, or, or do you want me to persevere through this? Cause I have never, I've been running for six, seven years. Um, and I've never not had a season without injury. Mm. Ooh. Like I've, I've always been injured. Um, in some way, um, I understand that. Running. <laughs> I understand People that. Yeah, don't want their kids to play football. <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's, running. It's yeah. running. It's Whatever. frustrating, and you know, it, it really made me question. Like, okay, like, am I just doing this because I want to, or am I doing this because you want to, and, or you want me to? And you know, I th- I think you know he he gave me a sense of like this. You know, you like it's it's easy to say like, oh oh, I'm doing this to honor you. And then not. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, it, because it's just an excuse to stay. Um, and, you know, it gave me a perspective of like, I, I'm not here because I'm, I wasn't built for running. I was built for ministry. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I need to, and I, and this is a challenge for myself too, like, because I just kind of heard this recently, but like, I need to, I need to step in and, and minister to my teammates more than I do. Mm. Um, and, you know, and they're probably looking at me like, what the heck? Um, but, you know, I, I need to I need to step in. I need to – we do like a prayer circle before every practice. But I need to pray. Mm-hmm. I don't need to sit there and be like, okay, who's praying next? Right. Like I, I, I need to – and it's funny because I, I don't do that anywhere else. It's just there that I kind of hesitate. Right. Um, and that's Because exactly, it's the place you're supposed to. And that's exactly where I need to be doing it. Um, so, yeah, like I think it's tested my faith, but not in terms of like – because I'm wavering in it, but mm-hmm. it's more of like a, it's challenging where, where I'm placing value yeah. and where my priorities are and who I'm looking to or what I'm looking to, um, for safety and rest. Yeah. Cause awesome. I know, I know running is definitely a big stress reliever for me. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, it's yes, it is. It's exercise. <laughs> it is. But, exercises. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's like, okay, now this is causing me stress. So it's right. not going to relieve any stress anymore. And right. so I have to find it in God and God only. Right. So. Yeah. All right. Robert Glover, he wants to know, how has God made impressions into your life throughout the week? 
when you're not at church on Sunday? And this question is for all of us. And he says that he has listened to every episode on the podcast and he has not heard what that is from a day-to-day point of view from what he can remember. It took two weeks. And when it comes to the book of works, where can I find that in my Bible? And what does this mean for me? <laughs> How far are we going with this? We'll be here for another I know. two hours. And where, well, cause I had asked him what he meant by the, the last question, which was where, where can I find that in my Bible? And what does this mean for me as a sinner and guilty as charged? I love the show and keep it up. God bless Robert Glover. Yeah. And I had asked him what he meant. Then can he elaborate? And he said, that yes, Mike and I have talked about the book of works and he wants to know what it is. Yeah. So let's go back to the question that we could actually answer now. <laughs> the impressions. It was just like the impressions. And again, not that we're going to avoid the question, right. but we're already way past time. Okay. So we can come back to it. And I think we can, again, address it, you know, uh, at another time to work through the idea of, of the book of works. But what are the impressions? Was that the right Yeah. Idea? Like mm-hmm. what are the he met impression. So how, what I understood and what I had asked him, and that's why he said yes, was how do we stay close to God during the week when we're, it's not Sunday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I, for me, I, I just, I make, um, like a daily routine that like when I wake up, you know, I, I, when I wake up, I take my Zyrtec and go do my Devos. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know I've, <laughs> I'm just laughing about the Zyrtec thing. Zyrtec and Jesus. They go together. Yes. Two cool. things. Yeah. But, uh, it's like, you know, I've been, some people have asked me like, well, are you doing this because it's a religious activity or are you doing this because you like, cause you're actually trying to get with like be, get a relationship with God. And you know, it, it is a good question. Cause it's like, like you have to, like, you have to recognize that question before you move on. And, you know, I've, I've noticed that, you know, I want to do this, mm-hmm. not because I, oh, I've got to hit my daily devotions because I've, I've missed some of them, but I have to, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm, I'm inserting God into my day. I'm inserting time with him yeah. into my day. Um, and that just, that just happens to be a devotional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like a, um, oh, I, I do this seven times a day and then I do this seven times a day. It's a, I, I just, I'm just spending time with him for 30 some minutes yeah. um, mm-hmm. and that's all I need or that's, that's all I need. I want more, but right. yeah. I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like 24 hours. Mine would be devotions as well. Yeah. Mine would be a, again, devotions, podcasts, books that I'm listening to. Uh, I, especially when I'm reading and or listening to autobiographies about people and what's happened in their life and the story, mm-hmm. you know, behind yeah. their life and mm-hmm. the things that have been going on and, Again, it helps me navigate through just different ways of approaching relationship. And it's hunting season, being in the oh woods. My. Right. So there you the go. Woods. And it make it so if anybody when we're gonna talk about this in the future, when he's talking about the book of works, Second Corinthians five ten, Christians standing at the Bama seat of Christ says you'll be judged for all the things done in the body, good and bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say the book of works, but there is something that is going to be that is being recorded that you're going to be judged for. And we can talk about that in detail another time. So okay. That's where it comes from. Okay. All right. Brenda Williams has wants to know what, no, why did you choose psychology as a career? And are you originally from Huntington, which you've answered the second part. And I think a little bit of the first. Yeah. He said he choose cause he's a, everybody came yes. to him. Yep. It became natural. Yeah. 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 I want to, I want to, I find, I find people interesting. I love people. Um, 
which is kind of funny. I'm an introvert, um, but I love people and mm. I wish I could get more people, but I can't mm. sometimes. But uh, yeah, like I just want to be a counselor of some kind. Um, at least go in that direction. I don't have to be a counselor. Right. I can just do something like that. Um, yeah. And then specifically why I picked psychology and not the counseling major is so I don't hold myself into, I can only be a counselor. Oh, got it. Uh, so it's like, you know, yeah, sure. You can get, you can, you can, you can be a counselor quicker if you are a counseling major and you have to go through a little more schooling for a psych degree. But, um, you know, if God pulls me somewhere else, yeah, okay. that's okay. It's, it's yeah. all right. That's whatever. Yeah, that's good. I, I, it doesn't matter because I, I can do everything that goes under psych, which is right. a lot of stuff. Right. So there's a lot of stuff under yeah. psychology. Yeah, good. All right. So, yeah, that number that or that the questions that I just asked right now are from the text messaging group that we have. And it is 260-408-8383. And it's down at the bottom of the screen. And if you don't have it already, if you don't have the number saved in your phone, save it and text podcast because that will get you into the group. And then you'll be receiving our text messages each week. And then you can ask a question from whoever it is. And even if you don't know the person, I give a little bit of a detail, a little bit of a bios enough that you could gauge a question off that, but really you can ask anything you want and it can be, anybody could answer it. Yeah. So, but yeah, we just want to have a conversation with you. We want you to yourself ask questions. If you know somebody wants to be a guest, if you want to be a guest, you can just say hi, anything <laughs> just, yeah, whatever. We just want to make use of this podcast or the yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. So we'll end it up. Jonah, thank you for coming on. For thank you me. for coming on last minute. And yeah. again, thanks for sharing your story. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue to pray that as you're going through school, as you're navigating, and again, as you're really pushing into the call it whatever you want at HU, the revival or the rebuilding of mm-hmm. or whatever those things are, that we'll, we'll be praying with you and mm-hmm. pushing into that with you and and just watching what God will do. And yeah, we're excited for you, know, you and your life mm-hmm. and the things that God's doing. So thanks for joining us. And again, don't forget, share, like, comment, uh, make us, uh, give us the ability to be able to get this out to other people yeah. so that uh, stories like Jonah's can be shared to other people and we can all learn from each other in the way that God wants us to go. So thanks again for uh, joining us. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. That's right.